the darkest times, hope is something you give yourself. That is the meaning of inner strength. Hello, and welcome to Avatar Weekly, a Stark Friends podcast, a show that pokes and prods at all things Avatar one episode at a time. Today's episode is Avatar Day. My name is Buddy Stark, and I'm best known for forgetting this, like, every time. We You're do the this. one who made us do this. I know. You should be better at it. You want, like, a shtick, and... No, you want a shtick. <laughs> I would just be like, I'm Hannah. Oh, you know, did I, have I done my mask collection before? I don't know, dude. I have a pretty good collection of, of like, superhero masks, just as, like, a goof. So, it's I'm best known okay for, for that. As a goof. There's not right. even 20. That's true. Like, I need to work on it, but... but I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying it. you right. should get more. Yeah. And let's not, like, sell it like it's a huge thing. You don't have any women masks, but as I'm thinking about it, not a lot of the women superheroes wear masks. Wear masks, yeah. And especially when I, like, started and actually bought those. The Wasp does. To some degree, yeah. Doesn't she know it? Captain Marvel does. What? She doesn't wear a mask? Yeah, she does. It's invisible. Did you watch the movie? Did I? I mean, it comes on and off, but, like, she definitely doesn't have a mask. In Avengers, she didn't wear a mask. I don't know if she did or did not, but she definitely had it at the end of Captain Marvel. Well, I don't remember it. Yeah, it's that weird mask that she, like, zips her hair up through the top so she looks like some right. weird gladiator. But it's kind of like a space helmet thing yeah, more than a I mask. I know, it's not. I like, didn't think she wore she it as Earth. part of her Captain Marvel uniform. Yeah. Get out of here. Scarlet okay. Witch doesn't wear a mask. Does in the comics. Really? Oh, yeah, that, like, crazy head thing. It's probably a crown. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and let's, for a moment here, let's just make sure that we're all aware that, like, the things that cover your eyes don't count as a mask. Why? So Falcon doesn't wear a mask, he wears glasses or goggles. Right. I guess that's true. Yeah. Or but just, you know, like, you the... also have Thor's helmet, and I wouldn't call that a mask. No, I know. I think that one came as, like, a set. I think there was a three-pack. I think it came with Captain America and Spider-Man. The Black Panther one is definitely the coolest it one. It is very cool. Noah, did you see Dark Phoenix? No, it's got, like, a 20-some percent. I heard on... it's bad. It's, like, I mean, the I'm still worst gonna go see opening it, but... ever. They're still making superhero movies? Right. Is Wait, this... did you say superhero movies are going to be making those till the end of time? I know, I just thought... Do you we... mean X-Men? No, I meant superhero. I didn't realize they were making any at all anymore. Like, I knew that <laughs> Avengers was done, but I just figured, like, they you might drop it for a minute. little baby. They will never drop it. It's yeah. a billion-dollar industry. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, so they just made Dark Phoenix, which you know what that is, right? Yeah, I mean, I'm aware of it. And it's doing horribly. Yeah. Like, X-Men seems to be totally hit or miss. I know. Like, I agree. And usually miss. Terrible Logan movies. was so good, and X2 was so good. Yeah. And First Other Class was that, pretty good, too. Yep. Yeah, that, that's true. And honestly, I didn't hate the first X-Men movie. Like, if Yeah, that's honest. true. It was fine. And they did it in the heyday, so right. good for them. And it was it was super early. Yeah. So. All right. Well, but yeah, they've anyway. also come out with some stinkers. My name's Hannah, and... I you, don't like this opening. You've had like an extra three minutes on me. I was talking. <laughs> I know, you're right. Buddy, think of something for me. Oh yeah, we did this once. I'm we, best known for pushing my responsibilities off onto other for people. For reading lots of books. Have we done that? You read like all the time. I do read a lot of books. I'm in the middle of one, which doesn't sound like a lot, but ever since I got back into school, it's hard to read as much for fun. But anyway, Noah Noah? And I am Noah Crowder, best known for... Drinking a lot of pop. That's true. He does love pop and belching. Don't I was do gonna it. do it. I knew but you I were did, gonna do I it. I didn't want Buddy to have to edit it out. You didn't want Buddy to get pissed at you. <laughs> so, um, want to do a recap? 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> so we open on the crew, and something flies into Sokka's mouth, and then Momo flies into Sokka's mouth, and he's like, Momo, get out of there. And so they go to this town, and uh, there's Avatar Day. Avatar Day! And you think it's going to be great, because they're like pulling out these statues of old avatars, and Aang's there too, but then they start burning the statues. And Katara like puts them out, and she's like, what are you doing? And they said, we don't like the Avatar, because that. Because Avatar Kyoshi murdered our fearless leader, but I also forgot to mention that they were chased into town by these rhino riding fire. And, oh, yeah. Um, right, right. Uh, so they ha- they hold Aang on trial for Kyoshi's crimes, which, like, okay. Yeah, and he was like, I can post bail. And they're like, we don't take Water Tribe money. And I was like, oh, interesting. They have different money. I didn't know that before. Which is funny because a, sh- a vendor before was like, money's money. I don't care if it's right? Water Tribe money. <laughs> Uh, and Aang agrees to like, go through with their little trial thing, and so Katara and Sokka have to go through. And There's a hilarious bit where Sokka's like Sherlock Holmes, and he's pretty good at it, and they like ruin the defense, and Aang is not convincing, and so they... They decide to make him guilty, um, and he's going to be boiled in oil, <laughs> but then he saves the town from the Rhino Riders. Right. Is that before the... Avatar Kyoshi comes? Oh, oh I no, I guess, part. yeah. So Avatar Kyoshi comes and was like, I did kill this guy on accident because he was a bad guy. And then the thing that I said happened. Yeah, and then that thing happened. And then and saves the town. And then Zuko and Iroh are, are we not doing that part? No, you're right. Go ahead. Um, And then Uncle Iroh and Zuko. <laughs> oh, no. No, keep going. You're doing great. Keep going. <laughs> it wasn't my turn anymore. Um, and uh, Zuko and Iroh do a thing. I don't remember. Terrible. So Zuko puts the blue mask on and he steals for Iroh. And Iroh's like, there's nobleness in being poor. And then Zuko's like, I think we should split up. <laughs> and that's how the episode ends. Well, that's how the Jonas Brothers break up. And then, but don't worry. They get back together in 2019. Because I'm you a sucker for you. <laughs> Buddy, do you know what we're doing? No, I have no clue. <laughs> There should be a segment called Pop Culture with Buddy. And it should just be where we answer really, really basic pop culture questions like, what is Hamilton and the most recent Jonas Brothers song? He's never going to live that down. Ever. Ever. I know what Hamilton is. Now you do? (laughs) That was very loud. All right. Uh, So that was the recap. Okay. How many cabbages are we giving Avatar Day? I haven't even thought about it. Uh, 3.8. 3.8. Wow. I liked it. I was, I was, well, go ahead. Would you like oh, to... you guys are higher? No. Why, why oh. are you 3.8? I thought it was funny. All right. <laughs> and I like, I like seeing the lore of Avatar around the world. Three flat. Oh, wow. I'm really high. Noah? I thought Buddy would say something about it, but that's fine. No, it's super um, average. It is like the quintessential average episode for me. Three. I just right thought it was so funny. Like, does Sokka get funnier than when he's trying to be Sherlock Holmes? Uh, yeah, when yes. he's watching a wrestling match, he's hysterical. Oh, yes, dang it, you're right. Episode. Can I change it already? 3.5. <laughs> so I was going to say 3.5. 3.5. Um, 3. With, with full anticipation that by the end of this episode, I will move it down. I'm not um, moving it down. For me, again. it was just, I was surprised... I actually say 3.5 is a good thing. Like, yeah. I was surprised how much more I liked this episode than I thought I did. I thought it was so funny. I will say I missed Azula. That was a bummer. But they were hysterical. And when Kantaro was like, community service, please. They had a wheel of death. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, it's funny. I love it. I love boiling in oil and bears. Well, in the end, okay, uh, since we're there, I love the tradition of eating raw Avatar Aang shaped dough. <laughs> that was gross. In remembrance of him not being boiled in oil. I just love it's also brilliant. how, and then like. Sokka goes, this town is just the worst. I know. And you're like, they are the worst. <laughs> they suck so hard. And then how Aang is like, chalking Sokka up like oh I just thought you were a great detective <laughs> and he was like you know I am a pretty good detective I was the one that discovered and then he goes into that case and goes into full uh, detail and they're all just like okay cool and that's the episode that's why I liked it it was so funny uh, also the listeners full honesty I didn't pay great attention this time <laughs> when I watched this episode because I was doing a task at the same time so my my rating might no Noah, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> I was making a sign, <laughs> but my rating might be a tad bit flawed. So we'll just put that disclaimer out there. If I match with Noah, then it probably is. Right at the front of this episode, I should mention I have in the past, and let's um deride our listeners for this. What? Someone should call me on this nonsense. What did you do? In the past, I have said that the this on several several occasions, I have said that this entire show takes place over the course of a summer. Yeah, and we just believed you. That is patently wrong. Why do you say things without I, knowing? I was fairly certain that that was the case. You're always fairly certain. Yeah. So <laughs> this is the kind of thing you need to call me on, man. We need to get people on Twitter telling us when I'm wrong. So what is it then? So, I mean, I'm close. Like, I'm not... The show begins before the winter solstice because there's the end of season one is yeah. the winter solstice. So so there's like a little extra time. So there's a reason to think, well, there was a, probably a couple months before. I thought you were like years off. The man. winter solstice. It's probably more like eight months. I just want to clear, clear such a that up. That generally speaking, it's kind of accepted that it's less than a year. Fine. Well, Noah and I won't let you months. say anything now without sources. Okay. Agreed. Got that, Noah? Yeah. <laughs> so call me on this stuff is the lesson. You're an idiot. Um, <laughs> Called you. I'm an idiot. <laughs> You're an idiot. What is that from? The Grinch. Oh, <laughs> yeah. El Grincho. <gasps> All right. Who's got stuff? Who wants to talk? I think it's funny that <sighs> this is interesting. I didn't know this. So you know how they're clearly trying to make. Sokka in his detective form like Sherlock Holmes like he's got a funky hat and he's got a pipe and stuff yeah and the monocle those hats were actually traditionally worn by Chinese magistrates really who in literature were often depicted as detectives and great detectives that's cool so they so it wasn't just like that they picked a hat that kind of looked like it they actually did some historical yeah it was a real hat that people used it's also the same hat I don't know if you guys remember this in uh, the fortune teller the guy who um, gets attacked by a bear and is just like totally fine with it. He's wearing that, that same type all. of hat. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The the like Aunt Wu said, "I'm gonna be fine, guy." I don't think I watched that episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked that they brought in that different nations have different currency. I just think that's we a already cool... talked about that. <laughs> Building I'm just teasing you. I know, I agree. But then Noah pointed out that that one guy took all the money. So maybe it's just like pirates will accept any money. Well, I think that was their way of introducing the idea so that then later when they were like, we don't take water drive money, it would be a little more like prevalent in our mind. 
But... Because the guy initially in the beginning of the episode, he's like, uh, oh, water tribe money. Like, he doesn't see it much. Like, it's a pretty rare thing. And Katara's like, oh, I, I hope that's okay. Oh. And then he's like, so long as it's money. Gotcha. So it's kind of like, oh, maybe some people don't take water tribe money. Yeah. The mayor is in Kung Fu Panda. Yes. He voices the yeah, noodle or yeah. don't noodle. He's also in Seinfeld. Car right. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's famous. He's in tons of stuff. He's also in West Wing. He's a phenomenal actor. He's really He's cool. won awards, And he actually. has just such a distinct voice. I really mm-hmm. love him. Too bad he played such a doofus in this episode. He, he was in um, Big Trouble in Little China. Never seen it. Kurt Russell. It's probably one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> you need to go check it out. <laughs> How many times has Aang, like, become one of his past selves? Three. Yeah, really? I don't, know. I don't know. I looked it up. Ooh, oh, look cool. at you doing some <laughs> research. Did, He's become Roku research. twice, and this third time was Kiyoshi. I think this is a sweet thing, and I wish they did it more. Because I too. actually think it's really cool. I think it's really cool, too. I like it, and I love Kiyoshi. Also, like, what is up with her having such big feet? Like, what are they insinuating? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just a weird thing to notice. I just yeah. think she's so cool, and I love that she physically separated an island for her people, because this guy was such a tool bag. And then she left all those other people with him. <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll tell you what's funny. Okay. Is I always knew she had those fans. Yeah. But like in my head, that seemed like an airbender weapon. Yeah, that's a good point. Although they're so more of a samurai weird. weapon, aren't they? Kinda? Buddy? Man. This is all like hitting me right now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like, I don't think those are any sort of bending. Like, fans were traditionally used. No, I feel like, like the Kyoshi warriors use them too. I right. mean, in history, like in Japan. No, but I, like I get what Noah's saying. When you think about a fan, you're blowing air on yourself. But do you get what I am saying? Yes. Like historically in our world, yes, they you know have history and, and things like that. But You're just wondering why they made the Kyoshi Warriors airbenders? Yeah. Aang uses it in the episode to airbend. To great effect. Right, because it's dope because and it makes fans. a lot of sense. <laughs> right. Well, and so she yeah. uses earthbending with him. Like, right. so that's how she splits the, the islands. Cool. But then she also airbends with them. Well, because she's the avatar. Did you know that? I did. <laughs> did that? No, go it's over just your it's head. clicking to me that, like, fans move air. Oh my god! Like you know the old ladies that get the vapors. We're gonna need a source on that because we don't <laughs> believe anything that you've said. You know, like you got the like seventy-five-year-old woman sitting in church, and she's lordy me, I'm getting the vapors. Oh my god! And she she grabs her fan and she starts blowing herself with air. It should be an airbending weapon. Make a button or I'll kill you. <laughs> would you? Would you? Would you say? Could you? Yeah, do, that do it again. again. I said, lordy me. Oh my god. I'm getting the vapors. No, it got more British at that one. I'm getting the vapors. Getting I am getting vapors. the vapors. <laughs> Lordy me. No. no. That was really good, Noah. Thank you. I watch a lot of BBC. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obviously a very classy person because I primarily... I do wow. most things for queen and country. <laughs> I dabble in the Whovian universe, <laughs> as well as Sherlock and Noah, do you the watch, Musketeers. Do you watch the Great British Baking Show? 
I don't, but you know who does? Me. And my wife. Really? Oh, dude, you need to <gasps> we, should, we should have it's Amber so over good. for our next viewing party. It's so good. Abby and I watched it together, and we got, like, baking treats. It's inspired Buddy to make bread. Buddy, why haven't you made more bread? You're right. Like, what are you the doing The great thing, Noah, life? about the Great British Baking Show is that, like, you know, American versions <laughs> of these things, like, there's always they're drama, awful. and, like, they intentionally play up this, they're like... They're cutthroat, and they're yeah. tacky. The Great British Breaking Show is like people <laughs> with lovely Great British Breaking Show. <laughs> are people with lovely manners just baking together, and they like help each other out. And every once in a while, someone like frowns, and they're like, "Oh, sorry, I went the off most the dramatic thing that's happened is that one lady accidentally took someone else's oh, dish out of the freezer, and they were done. And it melted, and he just, threw and he it just away. like flipped it into the trash. And it was like a big deal. He got disqualified because, like, because <laughs> that's wrong. It, that is that is not proper baking. I etiquette. cannot describe to a single human being why this show is my favorite <laughs> oh, show of so all time. Good. So what you're saying is it's pretty similar to Iron Chef no! in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Although Gordon Ramsay's also British, so and and. Known for his etiquette. <laughs> yeah. It's not just the etiquette. It's like everything about it is crafted to be just such a pleasant viewing. Like the yeah. music is nice. The judges are nice. The food is, of course, lovely. The food makes you just want to eat and eat and eat. Unless they're doing what's, pies. Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of meat because pies. What's, sorry, go no, ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was no, just no, going to no, say, no, you're, because you're, the Brit, in Britain, pies are savory. Are meat things. And it's like you're just... Yeah, you're ruining. I love meat pies. Dough is what you're doing. Like no. a pot, pot. Yeah, like they're all pot chicken pies. Pot pie. yeah. Chicken pot pie. Chicken pot pie. But it's like that's, that's <laughs> to them. That's what a pie is. Anyway, um, Noah, you should watch it. It's so good. So <gasps> you should come ask, up here. Uh, what? <laughs> no. What are you trying to say? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Who knows? Um. What's the What's the male judge's name? Paul. Paul Hollywood. Paul Hollywood, which is like the most American name I've but ever heard in my life. But it's a real name. Because if you like think about it, Hollywood is like Oakwood or like Maple. It's like a tree. <laughs> okay, that's... F- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the other that's judge's name is Mary Berry. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Who's the new judge? I Prue. Prue. She's not as good. Yes. She Prue tries. Boo. She tries her best, and I feel bad that she has to be judged against Mary Berry. Yeah, because I mean, she's she's fine, but she's not Mary. She's Barry. not Mary Berry. No, but she does a good job. Can I mean, we have a Great is, British though? Baking Show podcast? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just like bake all the things and. Yeah, that'll be fun to listen. to. I know. Yeah. I was just gonna. We'll say. waft some smells <laughs> over the the way uh, the airwaves. <laughs> I mean, it's better than what we're doing now. All right, what are we talking <laughs> about? Just doing it. We're just doing it half cabbaged. Hey. Did anyone else catch that did we had. Did you say hey? <laughs> hey. Did anyone else catch that we had the. How do you say that? Hey. Reprise? Reprise? Reprise. Reprise. Thank you. That's not what I learned. No, how, how do you say reprise. it? Is it okay? Reprise? It's reprieve and reprise. Okay. The foaming mouth guy came back, is what I'm yes. trying to say. I don't remember that. That cracked me up. <gasps> I really am not sure that I watched this show. I think I just, like, have imagined it. <laughs> I guess I would like to bring up the same thing we brought up last time they were at Kiyoshi Island. And <clears throat> where is this? What do you mean? This is Earth Kingdom, right? Yeah. So why do they like exclusively wear blue? Like, why do they wear blue every time? I don't know. Like, there's no green in that town except for the Maybe Kiyoshi Maybe they realized warriors. it's, like, stupid to make a whole tribe of people wear one color. <laughs> <laughs> no, foamy mouth. silent protest. 
I mean, it's got to be part. close to Kyoshi Island since she like physically removed Kyoshi Island from this part from of the, the mainland world. Yeah. So it might be out of the Earth Kingdom then, technically. Like, it depends on who's drawing the map, I suppose. But they ran Omashu. As far as we know, they didn't leave the Earth Kingdom. I mean, they flew. That's true. Yeah. The, the moment the mayor outlined how their court system worked, <laughs> I would have been gone. Like, as the Avatar, I've been like, all right, deuces. When he was like, you say what happened, and then I say what happened, and then I decide who's right. It's like, mm, okay, I'm, I'm going to leave now. Check the deuce up. Buddy just did a peace sign. Thank you. For uh, you listeners out there. For those of you at home that couldn't see the <laughs> the physical comedy involved. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if we know Buddy, the one thing he's is known great. for is his physical comedy. Here it is, people. We got, the listeners don't know that that's funny. <laughs> we got one of the um, greatest Iroh quotes in this episode. What? About how in the darkest of times, hope is something you give yourself, which is lovely. If you look up Iroh quotes, it's like top five all the time. It's right next to um, the what? quote of him going, oh, when he gets stung and falls on June. <laughs> you got to bring him down, huh? <laughs> It's right up there. While they're fighting the Rough Riders. They're the Rough Rhinos. Yeah, the, the Rough Riders riding the Rough Rhinos. They're the Rhino Riders. <laughs> I think um, I'm right. No, I think you're right, too. Well, Buddy can't speak with authority on anything. He's already proven he doesn't it's know what he's true. talking about. Right. The Rough Rhino shoots fire at Aang, and Aang dodges the fire. And Aang, they like pass each other, and he like turns over his shoulder and shoots a blast of air at him. Which we see via the television, because magic of television, we're going to see the blast of air. But the rough rhino dodges the air blast as though he saw it, reacted to it, and then got out of the way. And I don't think that's how air works. I don't see you get to see the air coming at you. Could you feel it? In time to dodge. Well, once it hit you in the face, you'd feel it. But couldn't there be like... Have you seen like those little air guns that like people have? Like you... And you like release it, and you just suddenly get hit with a blast of air. Hey, buddy. Well, they make those. Yes, Noah. We can see them bending air all the time. <laughs> yes, we can through the magic of television. So when he does his little ball thing, yeah, right. Everyone. What, can what do you see think it. people see? Like, I do think you think they see people see floating. him just like sitting? No, down? no. Really? That's how air works. But Unless there's does, dust being kicked up. When he does this thing, where he's like holding a ball. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> I'm just saying, air is not visible until what, there is what if, dust. What if, what if the bending of air, like, creates this energy, and so it's like, what if it's a fake TV show where things are different? What? Boom! Wait, wait. What if, what if it's a TV show? Yeah, I said that. I said through the magic of the TV show, we get to see. But it. you seem perturbed because the 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 players within the television show. Should not see it. And I'm saying, no. I am saying, nobody. You can't dodge air. Yes, it's <laughs> different. You also can't go, bend air. I'm going to go buy an air gun you and shoot at your face. Completely let it go. <laughs> let it go. I'll murder you. <laughs> Cut that out. Let it go. Oh, my goodness. What else do I have? I think that's about all I have. The I'm only other thing that I had was that, like, Aang's telling of the evidence was really funny. They did a really good job of like a 10-year-old kid trying to yes, produce I his agree. own evidence. 
Uh, it's pretty funny. Agree. Uh, Liked it. Uh, so let me say this: Kiyoshi confesses to killing Chin, right? Kind of. He no, falls. she says he falls. She's, right, she says I killed him. Yeah, but yeah. like when you think about it, she didn't like give him the killing blow or anything. Which is funny because it's like she killed. But anyway, so they readdress that actually when uh, in season three when Aang talks to all the previous avatars and how they talk about how like sometimes there's a way out. You know, without having to kill somebody. And mm-hmm. she's like, you know, I killed Chin. And he said, well, you didn't really because the thing fell. And she said, personally, I don't see the difference. But I assure you, I would have done whatever it took to stop him. And I kind of I like that. So I just think that's cool because I forgot about that sequence. And I just think that's a cool tie in that they bring in later on. I love Kiyoshi. Oh, me too. Me three. She's the bomb. Like dot com. Dot com. Continually referred to Avatar as, by the Avatar, I mean Aang, <laughs> as it. He kept saying it. No, I didn't, he didn't say he, that. didn't say she when talking about Kyoshi. He kept saying it. Well, they are multi-gendered, but he should have said them. Mostly. No. What? That makes no sense. It's a Futurama reference. Oh, <laughs> The the beast with a billion backs doesn't have a gender, and so he requests that, or Shklee requests uh, that when talking about the beast with a billion backs, you use pronouns Shklem and Shklur. Ew. Shklee. <laughs> it's so gross. Yeah, well, the beast with a billion backs is kind of gross, too. I don't remember that one. Did you guys like the part where uh, he's with the prisoners, and then he's talking about his relationship problems? Yeah, that was classic Aang. Yep, that was hilarious. Because I forgot, I actually forgot about that part. So when he's like, oh, "You're gonna fit in here real good," I was like, "Oh no, <laughs> Papa no likey." Yeah. <laughs> um, but then I liked that part, and it was um, I don't know, it was it was kind of funny because it's similar to a conversation that Roku and Sozin have, where Sozin's like, "You can have any of the ladies because you're the Avatar." And that's what they said about Aang. And I was just like, huh, nice, bringing that back. I imagine that's said to a lot of male avatars. I wonder if a lot of avatars get married and have kids, or if that's more rare. Because mm. you're supposed to be expected to spend most of your life fighting and, like, or protecting things. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, that That would be terrible. And I wonder if Aang's kind of an anomaly. Yeah. Kind of seems does, like it. Does Roku have kids that we know of? Because that would have been interesting him. if Aang like got to go yeah. meet his kids. Yeah, he I... does because he does because um, Zuko's related to both Sozin and Fire Lord oh, Roku. Right, right. That's right. interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah. Okay, so he kind of does meet Avatar Roku's kids. Yeah, and I guess we know that um, K- Kuruk. What's his name? Karuk. Karuk. Uh, we know he has a wife at least because mm-hmm. well, steals we know her face. he has a love. That's true. But, I mean, th- you know, that would lead to something. I'm not saying that they're all asexual. I'm just wondering if they all settle down and have families. And, like, yeah. that just seems, if I was the Avatar, it just seems so risky. The easiest way to get to the Avatar would be slaughtering his family. You are dark. I know. I'm in a dark <laughs> place right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> uh, Sokka, no, Sokka does a funny thing where after he loses his boomerang, he talks to all three of them losing stuff. Uh-huh. And, you know, he says, me losing my boomerang, 
Um, it would be like Aang losing his arrow, which you could argue he does in season three when he already grows he his hair out. Yeah. Uh, and then Katara, he said Katara losing her loopies, which she also does in season three to avoid looking like a waterbender. Which would be like a whole bunch of like, have we talked about this? Like, we must have, right? Does sure. Aang shave his head every day? I'd assume so. Yeah, I guess so. Just so interesting. That seems like quite the task. Yeah, I don't know. It's saying that Aang loses his arrow I, this seems like a stretch to me. But you know what he means symbolically. We don't see it anymore. You do. You do? The front of it's still visible. And people Which aren't like, that's he wears the Avatar. Oh, right. that's cool. Well, do you guys want to talk about some some whoopsies? Sure. Sure do. Give us some goofs. First goof. Did you guys notice that when the Wheel of Punishment lands on boiled and oil, the image to the right appears to be someone who's lying on nails? Oh, no. No, and I saw when, the shark one. Well, then the the wheel, the mayor moves the wheel one space oh. to the right, which is the community service picture. <laughs> so at some point, those, you know what I'm saying? Right, so right. Like, wrong image. Right. And then later, they show it again, and it's this, it's the same bed of nails picture. You know, as it was spinning, I was looking for community service and couldn't find it, and that might be why. Yeah. Maybe it's not yeah. on it until it's convenient for them. Right. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's not. That would make sense if it wasn't actually a thing. Well, no, it is actually a thing because he does turn it to a guy sweeping. Oh, gotcha. Uh, but, like, the animators, I think it seems like had two different wheels. I see, I see. Okay, so can we talk about the fact... I don't like doing animation ones, which that one kind of is, but I think that's a pretty big one. And then this next one is huge. So Sokka left his boomerang behind, right? And when Aang is first shown in prison, it can be seen on Sokka's back. That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So, but this is, this is the big one. This is like, this is the big kahuna. This is an animation thing. So during Kyoshi's flashback, right? Chin can be seen firmly planting his foot in the ground. Right. Making the footprint that they show Katara and Sokka. Right. When Chin falls, the ground underneath both of his feet gives way. Mm. Meaning the footprint shouldn't be there anymore. Good yeah. call, good call. Like, yeah. It also seems weird fact, that a footprint would stay yep. there for yeah, I however had that, many that's years. The real, that's the real one. That's yeah. the real goofy. I had that right here. away. I was like, you know, there are dinosaur footprints, but that's a pretty specific situation. And I don't think cliff tops are the are the prime <laughs> source there. Well, and I'm sure that people like walk around and, and, you know, that's, I don't know. That seems kind of preposterous to me. Yeah. <laughs> So that was my goofsies. Those are good. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're doing great. Are we on to highs and lows? Let's move on to highs and lows. Does anyone care to go first? Yeah, um, I will. I'll do first. So nice. my low was the fact that, like, up until this point in season two, the point has been Aang's got to find an earthbending master, and they don't touch on that at all in this episode. Yeah, uh-huh. like it kind of felt. I don't know. They stopped to do this this Avatar parade, and like, it, it feels. I just feel like this is this kind of feels like a distant episode because. Yeah. They don't talk about the theme that's so prevalent in what's going on right now. I agree. Yep. So, like, it's not a huge problem, but I just, watching it this time, I was like, so you guys, like, 
you're in a rush to find the right earthbending master and you're just kind of dinking around here. Right. I don't know. So I thought that was I thought that was kind of lame. Yes, I agree. That's probably mine too. It just like doesn't really fit in with the scope of the story. It's just a one-off. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Milo is basically the same. Is I, it that you can't see air? No. It's it's the same thing you guys are saying, but I just with <laughs> I want to add on to what you're saying. Like it seems irresponsible. What? Like so even Aang knows he needs an earthbending teacher. And so part of it is like from our point of view as the audience, yeah, it's kind of like, okay, this episode doesn't do anything, which is why for me it gets a three because like you said, we're not progressing the plot. We're just kind of, this is filler. But then from Aang's perspective, like he's spending all this time trying to clear Kiyoshi's name for this town of, of nobodies when he should be learning his, his bending stuff. And it's like, okay. I don't know. That just doesn't feel that urgent to me. Well, you don't know. They don't know. You don't know either. No, but like well, they I... don't know how urgent it is. They know they have to defeat the Fire Lord in a few months. But... but at the same time, like they're doing what they can. They're making their way through the Earth Kingdom. Like what can they do? Not stop for a whole day in a town? Why not? Where there's clearly no one to teach them? There's not clearly. Mm. It's a pretty crazy town. I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I, I, will, like I, will, I will say, um, he has 12 He's so I do 12. find it, I do find it very easy to believe that like he'd be stuck on the fact that people don't like him. Yeah, I'm not necessarily saying like... that it's out of character for Aang. I'm just saying like you don't like it. Yeah, okay. if I'm gonna pick a low for this episode, it's like, hey guys, come on, you got work to do. Sure. Like so. But he's a slave driver. That's right. Yeah, I agree. I think we are. What about your high, no? Uh, so my high would have to be the moment where Aang uses. Uses Kiyoshi's fans. That was cool. Um, so normally the high for me is just when Kiyoshi appears and like talks and that's sweet. I kind of wish she actually would have done the fighting. Like oh, like as I, her, yeah. Right, kind of like how Roku did when when Ang channeled Roku. Yeah. Um, like I thought that would have been sweet, but I did really I liked the fact that he leaned into her, his heritage, and and to her by using his using her fans even through air air bending and not yeah. earth bending because he doesn't know how to yet so that, i really enjoyed that part so when he fought he wasn't in the avatar state no correct gotcha but he had he left the crown or the head the head plate or whatever you want to call it and uh the obviously the face oh, paint and he like kicks her boots off like yeah whoosh. i was like those are ancient relics but they're huge you're kicking them off they're for giant feet but he doesn't like take them You're off or like kick them off a couple of feet like he like does that like split kick thing where they both fly yeah. off 30 feet in either direction it's like oh no i know i was supposed to watch the episode but why do they have it, her stuff why wouldn't that because stuff be on kiyoshi island it was on kiyoshi island oh yes it was Sokka and Kitara they were there it. and get it and yep. brought it back and they didn't see suki Suki. No, she was off fighting the. Did you watch this episode, <laughs> no. guys? I don't know. Suki, the Kyoshi warriors are off fighting the Fire Nation. Yeah, gotcha. she said that um, she was inspired said, by. Well, yeah, but Suki said, said, said through this said. guy, yeah, that she was inspired by the Avatar when they came hmm. the first time. So Maybe I didn't watch went it after the war. Buddy knows I was there. Hannah, what's your high? Uh, I like when Sokka says, "Boomerang, you always come back." <laughs> you do always come back. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Nice. I know. And, okay, so the intro to my high. What? When Kiyoshi bends, uh, when she's fighting Chin the Conqueror and she's bending the stuff, 
Correct me if I'm wrong, but she's not in the Avatar state? Correct. Okay. That is the single coolest thing I've ever seen. And arguably, and I think reasonably arguably, the single most powerful bending we've seen outside of the Avatar state. Didn't someone say she was like the most powerful Avatar? It was crazy. Like it was so much fun to watch. Not only is she oh, uh, using earth bending to like slice down through the cliff, but she's using like fire bending and earth bending to like move the plate tectonics magma stuff underneath of her and like the air bending to keep pushing <laughs> yeah. it away. At this juncture outside of the Avatar state, we haven't seen either of the Avatars um do multi bending really well, like Aang has done some right well and i don't think roku has done any so that aside is that mace's butt yep cute <laughs> it's a cute it's a cute doggy butt I know. um that aside like even if we had seen it you're right this is insane yeah like this this is arguably more impressive than what we see in the season three <laughs> like right when ang is fighting the fire lord right so i it was just it was cool for me to watch i love that whole moment it was great Okay, cool. Uh, anyone want to change their score? All right. Three and a half. Three. Uh, I'm actually going to dip down. Lame. To 3.25. So that you can be the average? Perfect. Yes, I do it. I do it so good. I already told you I probably was. All right, well, I think that... Oh, wait. Before we... Man, I'm getting so good at this. Hey, yeah. <laughs> folks, uh, you can reach us on Facebook at a little page called Stark Friends. And if you're too hip and young for Facebook, because that's for old farts, um, we're on Twitter. It is, it is for old We're farts. on Twitter. Our handle is at Stark Friends. Hit us up. Someone um, was talking about Geppetto jokes, and I appreciated it. So <laughs> keep those coming. They were? Yeah. What'd they yeah. say? Oh, they um, I believe it was Brian um, said that. He was trying to think of something, but couldn't. <laughs> and so I told him it's if he thought thing of any, to do. tweet him at, tweet him at me because I want to hear him. Awesome. So, uh, you know, I love that. And for anything bigger, you can uh, email us at uh, <laughs> starkfriendspodcasts at gmail dot com. Can I do a shout out? Do it, man. I want to shout out Mindy, my friend Mindela, who is probably one of our biggest supporters. And has already gotten two people in her office to start listening to our podcast. I don't know their names, or I would shout them out too. <laughs> Thanks, okay, Mindy. you shout you shout That's out terrific. to them. You Thank don't you, shout Mindy. them out. Oh. You don't sh- you don't shout them out. Ah, I'm <laughs> shouting you out. I thought it's a shout out like I'm shouting their name out. Mindy. You're shouting, yeah, you're <laughs> shouting out to them. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mindy, I'm sorry I ruined the shout out. <laughs> But I that mean, buddy, was so buddy funny. Ruined the shout out with his yet again uh, physical comment. I, I think, think he I made, made it golden. better. <laughs> <laughs> hey Hannah. What? Rawhide. Oh, shoot him up. Fight the beast. Crick the cheese. Yeah, <laughs> shoot him up is is retired. Off the table. Off the table. How can you say that? Because that's the rawhide recording. Eat the food. <laughs> Don't swim fast. <laughs> Ugly words. <laughs> Eat the food. Don't swim. <laughs> that is a cautionary lesson. Yeah, you you know, should wait 30 minutes. Exactly, yeah. It's like, you don't, yeah, wait 30 minutes to swim. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I forgot about Rawhide. <laughs> Probably right. no one likes that. Oh wait, that episode hasn't aired yet. Uh, yeah, we don't even know. No one's gonna like that. <laughs> well, that'll do it for this No, week. Rawhide! Fight him up, fight him down, fight him back. <laughs> you can't do that. That was the worst one I've ever heard. That was the best one. Yeah. He, no, the wait, one there's no rules. The best one. That one was so funny. Oh, my goodness. Uh, 
All right, that's going to do it for this week. Join us next week for The, the Blind, Blind Bandit. Bandit. <gasps> it's yeah. like one of my top five episodes. And remember, folks, be careful where you take them cabbages. Oh, my cabbages! <laughs> <laughs> Is that the close-up? That's the sign-off. I don't like it. (laughs) No. Little soldier boy, come marching home. Brave soldier boy, comes marching home.